everybody, welcome. My name is Nyla. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to Greener Thoughts, the podcast about environmental news, commentary, environmental facts, and other things you'd like to know. Today's topic is all about the 10 things that you should know about Ebola. The podcast Greener Thoughts is produced every Sunday and Thursday. Please be sure to favorite, review, and share Greener Thoughts. It really means a lot. And last but not least, be sure to contact Greener Thoughts by voice message. The info is in the podcast description and every episode show notes. Or you can always send an email to greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. So I have a surprise. In addition to my other planned giveaways that I do annually, I have a bonus one for you. I'm running my Health is Wealth bonus giveaway and it starts July 1st. I have a few prizes and things I wanna go over, so be sure to listen closely. So my Health is Wealth bonus giveaway will be occurring and it will last almost until the end of the month. The prizes are as followed. The first is one buzzy garlic patch and one eco-friendly themed button pin from Etsy. That's for one winner. Uh, The next is one fuzzy garlic patch and one eco-friendly themed button pin from Etsy. That's for another winner, winner number two. Uh, The next is one satin apple patch from Etsy As for winner number three, and last but not least, one Eat Your Veggies patch from Etsy uh, for winner number four. Uh, So the giveaway info is as follows as well. For you to enter, all you have to do is answer a few questions. The first question is, what is your favorite fruit or vegetable or fruits or vegetables? Uh, The next question is the second one. What is a what is a snack company uh, that I discussed in the Eco Company Spotlight segment of my podcast episode from June the 2nd entitled Superfoods to the Rescue, 11 Berries to Boost Your Health. And then the last is the third question. What recent podcast episode milestone number has Greener Thoughts recently celebrated? So the first individual to answer all questions correctly is the first prize winner. And the second individual to answer uh, questions correctly is awarded prizes, uh, same as the second prize winner. And then the third and fourth prize winners, respectively, will be awarded prizes for answering the questions uh, in the order that they uh, were received uh, by email. Uh, To email... Uh, all your answers, all you have to do is send them to greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. And the giveaway starts at midnight Eastern Standard Time, Monday, July 1st, 2019, and ends at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on July the 28th, 2019. So please limit one page answers for your submissions and also limit... Uh, 
this giveaway is limited to four winners exactly and all this information will be mentioned in the beginning announcements of course and in each podcast's uh, show notes for you all up until the end date on July the 28th 2019 so please read and listen to all that information carefully So there are not uh, too many announcements for uh, today's podcast episode, except the fact that today is the last day of my bonus Health is Wealth giveaway for you all. So I encourage you to look at the information in uh, most of the July 2019 uh, show notes for all the uh, podcasts I've done for this month. And you'll see all the information there. Um, or you could always, of course, listen in and you'll be able to hear that segment there about the information and you can participate up until um, just before midnight. So it ends at 11.59 uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time today. The next segment I have for you all is in other news, which is pretty brief and it is always where I highlight um, different uh headlines that have occurred and so you know it's a quick dose of what's happening in today's world. The first headline is that uh, NASA finds depression uh, strengthened uh, into a tropical storm uh, Delilah Uh, and that is from uh, Environmental News Network and otherwise known as ENN and the next headline is that uh, there's a CRISPR conundrum so there's strict Uh, European courts are ruling uh, it has uh, food testing labs you know being left without a plan and you can find out more information about that story um, and news on nature.com and then the last headline for you is all about um, that there is a multi-drug resistant malaria um, bit being spread in Asia currently And that was found also on Environmental News Network, or a.k.a. ENN. The source for today's news comes from Mother Nature Network, otherwise known as MNN. And, you know, know, now I want to get into the reason um, behind today's podcast uh, episode. And so, you know... There are a few reasons why I wanted to talk about it, and um, my first reason is because, you know, on Greener Thoughts, we talk about, you know, various issues. I talk about various things with you all, and so, um, you know, environmental health is a big issue. You know, there are uh, epidemiologists, there are scientists, there are people who study um, the wild, there are people who are impacted by what's going on outside where they live. And I think diseases is something to be covered on Greener Thoughts and sort of that intermingling of these um, these interests, of these areas of study is really important. I don't just want to um, place so much focus on uh, typical environmental issues that I don't go to the larger sphere of um, talking about our health because uh, what we eat, drink, see, hear, do, well, where we live, um, how much we buy and what things we buy 
um, there's just so many factors that influence our health and uh, impact our world that I wanted to get into a topic that um, is impacting people around the world um, and in a certain uh, sphere of the world. And I felt like it was worthy enough and important enough to share uh, with you all, whether it affects you or not. Um, and, you know, there's other things that are important in the world as well. But I think our health and finding out what's happening today uh, in regards to diseases and how they're spread and, and, and how they may affect you later down the line. You know, these uh, diseases, sometimes they crop up, you know, um, and they aren't heard of or seen of for 10, 15 years. Next thing you know, someone has an outbreak. And that's what I want you to try and prevent. I want you to know the signs and I want you to know the basics and background of Ebola. And that's why I wanted to um, talk about this. Uh, I also wanted to remove the othering of Ebola because, um, you know, you'll hear that Ebola, it is more concentrated in a few um, Central African countries and... Um, just, you know, too namely, that's where some of the cases were, um, cropped up where they were present. Um, but there's probably more. And I want you to remove that stigma or that idea that, oh, this is just an other, this is just an other problem that probably doesn't affect me because I live in a country in, in Europe somewhere, or I live in Australia, or I live in the States. Well, your friend who may, you know, come from, uh, you know, Sudan or, or somewhere, um, one of those um, countries that I was talking about, they have family that could be affected by Ebola. And so maybe you should have some empathy and some care and listen to them and their story and learn so that you can, you know, be as sensitive to what they're going through uh, as you can and so that you can be aware. It's always great to know, you know, what's going on in today's world. Um, I named this uh, news piece, um, That Outbreak No One Wants, because it's true. You know, no one wants to get sick. No one wants to see their loved ones dying or, um, you know, something being awry in their community. No one wants to see death all around them. No one wants to um, go through such a traumatic experience. And so I made it my mission to talk about Ebola um, and give you some very much needed information about uh, Ebola um, so you can know firsthand what it is, how it gets transmitted, um, what you can do about uh, prevention methods, and additional resources going forward. So um, I'm going to start with the uncovering of Ebola. So the uh, Ebola scares you may have heard of and witnessed in the news within the last five or so years are real um, and you know Ebola has had many outbreaks um, over a span of four decades so about 40 years there has been uh, Ebola uh, living amongst us in people in animals from and to people um, and you know during the uh, years back from like 2014 to 2016 um, there was a cru crucial um, Ebola outbreak that occurred in West Africa, and it killed more than 11,000 people um, at that time. 
there are many things to learn about Ebola and so I'm going to get into those things really quick but I want to share um, a fast fact or so about Ebola. So it has a fatality rate of 50% to 90% and there is no vaccine to prevent uh, the disease. Um, but as far as cures, I mean, there are some people who have been cured from having Ebola with the right um, treatment, um, and some quicker than others, and it's no hiding that you can check online for yourself. Uh, I wouldn't say it's alarming, but I'm just saying that depending on, you know, how much money you have or certain privilege um, or perceived privilege, you know, you may have the cure and you may get it just like that versus others who have had to suffer and, you know, die because they don't have uh, certain things. Um, and so that's just something to, you know, consider. That's something to know about. That's something that's real. That's 100%, you know, uh, known that's out there. Um, and, you know, the outbreak has killed a lot of people and because of that number of people that have died because of it, it is the um, second deadliest Ebola outbreak as far as people, um, you know, that were killed. A lot of people just in that time span um, being killed and whatnot. The first thing to know about Ebola is that uh, Ebola is officially known as Ebola virus disease or EBD. And it's formerly known as Ebola uh, hemorrhagic fever. And it's also just widely known as Ebola. So any form of uh, which I named is, you know, correct. The second thing you should know is that if you are wondering if maybe this, the disease or the virus of uh, Ebola virus is um, one that carries a host, you are correct. So it is transmitted uh, via um, contact with um, bodily fluids, but I'll get into that in a bit. Um, so its host is um, a fruit bat. So your average fruit bat, um, and it comes from the bats of the Pteropodidae uh, family, and those are hosts of um, you know bats who happen to be fruit bats, like I mentioned, and they carry the disease and have it uh, inside their bodies. And um, also, it is transmitted via contact with bodily fluids. So if you happen to uh, encounter infected animals, like also chimpanzees or gorillas, bats, um, monkeys, uh, forest antelope, and porcupines um, of those infected uh, animals, you are at high risk for getting uh, Ebola. Ebola. Um, the third uh, thing to know is that uh, EVD, or Ebola virus disease, it first appeared um, in uh, 1976, and it had two outbreaks at the same time that occurred. So it um, first occurred in Sudan and then again in the Congo. And those are the Central African countries that I was talking about before where um, Ebola first took place and uh, occurred. And um, in the outbreak where uh, Ebola took place near the Congo, like in the Congo, there um, was the, and is the uh, Ebola River, which is an, a river named uh, in the Congo, and that's how the disease actually got its name. And uh, the disease 
Um, it was probably sourced from, as um, according to, or from who, the World Health Organization, they went ahead and uh, deemed that uh, via human contact with, you know, some wild animals through maybe hunting or butchering and um, also preparing uh, meat from any of those animals um, around that region is that that's where um, the contact initially came from. The fourth thing to know about Ebola is that uh, there were uh, current uh, outbreak cases were first um, identified last year. So in August 2018, there were, you know, a myriad of, of different cases. I haven't researched as far as like the, the uh, cases of last year and where they went or um, if the victims are still alive or how they're doing, but I'm pretty sure you can find a little bit more online about um, those who were affected by Ebola. The fifth thing you should know about Ebola is that 25% of Americans, um, they fear that they or someone in their immediate family may catch Ebola. This is according to a poll from the Harvard School of Public Health. So it makes you think of the uh, small amount of people you may know uh, if you are from uh, America, United States, um, and you live here, you know, think about that. So one in four uh, people you know, they're thinking about if, uh, you know, they themselves or maybe someone in their immediate family may catch or get Ebola when that could be, you know, um, really exaggerated because if no one in their family, in their immediate family, or they themselves haven't gone to any of the um, places and regions that are affected by Ebola, then there's a high chance that they will not get Ebola. So that's just you know, giving you the mindset of, um, you know, a portion of Americans, about 25%. Uh, number six, something to also know about Ebola is that there are five known Ebola virus strands. So you may have heard about particular strands that are being affected there or that were affecting uh, people. And, you know, there are four other strands as well. And, you know, like viruses, these are very harmful because viruses do a lot of damage. Number seven is that humans are not infectious until they develop symptoms. So like um, being infected, the virus will spread, of course, um, from uh, human to humans by direct, by direct contact. So this means anything from broken skin, um, having mucus or runny nose, bodily fluid transmission um, via a urine or saliva um, or um, feces or vomiting, semen or other sexual fluids. These um, uh, things will transmit the disease um, if you come in contact with someone uh, who has Ebola. Also, surface, also surfaces um, that are contaminated with those fluids are also um, places to ward away from and against that you also are not in danger of um, contracting uh, Ebola. Um, also, additionally, uh, tears is also a transmission um, fluid or a bodily fluid that 
uh, can transmit Ebola and also breast milk. So from mother to infant, uh, that is a way of transmitting uh, the virus. Uh, but for all you may all you who may be wondering um, if Ebola is you know an airborne disease, well, it's not. It's not airborne disease, and it's not um, spread by you know those type of ways, or it's not spread by air, or water, or food. Just by um, handling of um, infected bush meat or uh, meat of infected animals. Number eight, something to know is that symptoms happen anywhere from two to 21 days. This is after exposure and more than likely from eight to 10 days on average is when you will experience uh, symptoms. Now, uh, death occurs by a, uh, a few ways, not too many as in, a, as in an exhaustive list, but um, death mainly occurs by the uh, mounting uh, cell deaths that trigger the immune system of your body to go into overload and to go into chaos. So um, it's called um, a cytokine storm. It's called a, a cytokine storm, which leads to, of course, um, organ failure and sepsis, uh, which causes you to die. The ninth thing to know about Ebola is that uh, the CDC notes that the risk of um, an Ebola outbreak in the United States is very low and that uh, number 10, the last thing you should know about Ebola is that there's no specific vaccine or medicines that have been proven safe and effective against Ebola in humans. So regarding my thoughts on Ebola, I feel like um, whether you know it a lot, I mean, it is, whether you know it or not, I'm just making a whole bunch of mistakes um, in my speaking, but I trudge on. Um, you know, Ebola is pretty scary. It's, it's frightening to think about something that isn't dead, as in like, it feel, sometimes I feel like these diseases that won't go away um, are zombie diseases. So... You know, maybe there's a country somewhere in the world that still has polio to deal with and still has other diseases that affect us or, or other conditions, health conditions that, you know, in parts of, you know, developed countries such as the United States, you know, Japan, etc., that, you know, we don't have to deal with. But there are places in this world where these diseases are really harsh and they are unconscious. They do not care where you come from, what your skin looks like, how much money you have, they will affect you and they will kill you. Um, I try to give as much information as I can when it comes to, you know, each and every one of my podcast episodes. And so I just want you to take away a few things, you know, easily you could take away that to not be uh, in um, danger of getting Ebola or any of these other uh, diseases that you have to be first isolated. So, you know, don't travel outside the country to countries affected or regions of the world affected um, by certain diseases. Uh, next thing is to sanitize. Now, I I feel like, um, you know, sanitation is extremely important, not just in 
reducing the number of people affected um, by disease, but also the cleanup. So prevention is very important, but also uh, sanitizing yourself, your hands, and, and what you use is very important as well. Um, and making sure your space is clean, where you live is clean, your community, what water you drink. These are all types of things that were running through my mind when I was looking at all the videos and and reading certain things. Like, how is this disease getting, you know, easily spread so fast? It's probably because um, people don't have, you know, maybe the water, the access of water, which is really um, something that um, I think in the United States we may take for granted. But in other countries, we have to be... Um, more aware, you know, not everyone has tap water to drink and just turn on the faucet. Some people have to tra- travel miles and miles for their water. And um, that is something to remember. Uh, last thing is that information is also a key takeaway here. So not just in- this information in this podcast episode, but there are tons of other resources out there that are invaluable when it comes to Um, you know, being aware of what to look for when it comes to Ebola or, for example, malaria or um, other different diseases that are scary because they seem, you know, otherworldly, like they don't affect you. But next thing you know, you go off to a foreign place, you know, maybe Brazil, for example, or Bolivia, or you go to Rwanda, for example, or you go to the Congo and you take a trip and you don't have your shots. There's no vaccines for um, the prevention of Ebola, you know? There's treatment and then you, your immune system will either get better or it will, it, will, it will worsen, but you have to read up on these things. You know, there's biological warfare that, you know, could be pseudoscience, could be real. Um, sometimes I think about those type of things, you know, if there are entities, big and small, corporations, etc., that are trying to wipe out um, people, and I don't really think that that's all the way true. Maybe at times it seems like it, but um, for you to safeguard yourself and to, um, you know, really be aware of what's going on in the world, I suggest you read up and get informed. That's the best thing you can do for yourself. Um, a, a scene that sticks with me and what Ebola reminds me of, just any disease that is really, um, I don't, I don't want to say demonized, but it's almost like it was created to alarm. This kind of reminded me of Contagion, the movie from uh, 2011. And you can search um, Contagion Transmission Scene on YouTube or online, and you'll see the pattern of how that disease uh, was transmitted from a simple um, bat. It was from an animal. So just like Ebola, uh, the disease has the host of a fruit bat. So in the movie Contagion, a simple fruit bat uh, was the host in this case, and it, it bit a piece of fruit, and that fruit happened to then be flown with the bat, and the fruit dropped into a pig pen and a uh, pig was eating that fruit and from there a butcher um, 
grabbed that pig after it was delivered to its store and he was handling that pig with uh, with his hands uh, unwashed after he was touching it and then he went ahead and was embracing the hands um, of Gwyneth Paltrow's character Beth Emhoff. So he used his unwashed hands after um, uh, touching and handling the pig who was unknowingly by him infected with uh, the disease um, in the movie Contagion. So that just lets you know how quickly this any disease can get out of hand. But that's what you know my man, my mind went to when I thought of Ebola. Just like the quickness of it all. And unknowingly, um, by Beth Emhoff, the character in Contagion, you know, she didn't know that, you know, that um, Chef didn't wash his hands. And she got sick very quickly. She was one of the first people who got sick um, within the movie. So, you know, there were a ton of people who were in the movie. uh, Very great um, uh, skills and acting. It was Kate Winslet. Uh, Lawrence uh, Fishburne, Matt Damon, Jude Law were some of the characters in the movie. It's a really great um, movie and it's really powerful because, you know, it makes you think about the ultra um, alarming and in, in, in these type of scenarios that c- could be, you know, real. These things probably happen and no one knows about, you know, these could get to pandemic levels, but that doesn't it doesn't uh, cause alarm maybe to the public because it gets handled. But imagine if a disease like that wiped out, you know, a fourth or so of the planet. So I'm going to get into how to prepare uh, more regarding Ebola and some takeaways for that. And I also want to just inform you, a last thing before I move on is that uh, you should take part in my bonus giveaway, my health is wealth. Uh, bonus giveaway there and so you can have fun and also please enjoy the giveaway so the mother earth minutes uh, is where i review in the next few minutes actions that you can take to combat the issue in the episode and as always save mother earth the message for today is that according to the who which is the World Health Organization, early supportive care with rehydration, um, symptomatic treatment uh, also improves survival um, rates as of uh, May 2019. This is information, um, this is regarding Ebola. So I have a few tips that are really important and they will save you um, and I think that they will save, of course, Mother Earth. Um, especially so that we can live on and live healthily um, into the future. So being informed is my number one tip. That's my first tip for you all to be informed. So I have um, a few different links that are perfect for uh, being aware of Ebola. And I have them uh, referenced from uh, WHO, which is, of course, the World Health Organization. Um, And it has information about um, infection prevention and control and, uh, and have another uh, page from the CDC. So that is a government uh, website agency of the United States. And so I have information regarding um, where it talks about uh, the Ebola virus and the disease itself it is, its history, transmission, diagnosis and prevention. There are tips there, treatment, next steps, and some information for healthcare professionals 
plus community resources for you there. And then last but not least, I have a link about the story of Ebola and it was made from the Global Health Media Project on YouTube. I loved the video. I love stories. Being a storyteller, it was very informative, uh, calming, and it was nice to, well not nice, but it was, um, it was positively um, refreshing to hear like a real story of how Ebola affected someone, but yet they came out on the other side and it was really nice to, 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 or not nice, I should stop saying nice, but it was really refreshing to like see that and see that there's actually something that can be done about Ebola to some degree. Um, so I'll share all of those links in the show notes uh, for you all so you can view all those things further. And then uh, the second uh, and last tip I have for you is that you can listen to a podcast episode I recently listened in uh, today, actually, um, to one of my favorite um, uh, podcasters. He goes by uh, his name, uh, Justin Hango, and he's hilarious. Um, But besides that, he's knowledgeable about a ton of things, um, and he talks current events and what's happening uh, mainly around him. And I'm pretty sure he's from Namibia, and uh, he was talking about Ebola. And he recently had a podcast that he talked about with, I think, his friend. And so I'm going to share and post that link for you all in the show notes so you can listen to it and enjoy it. Do you love Greener Thoughts? Supporting Greener Thoughts ensures more giveaways are available with even more exciting prizes, future Greener Thoughts merchandise, and surprises found only on Greener Thoughts. I greatly appreciate and love all of the listeners who have tuned in and who support Greener Thoughts by doing good for the planet. One of the many ways I would love your support is by clicking the second lower link in the description section of this episode. It's the direct support link for Greener Thoughts. fact of the day is that the last time Earth's atmosphere had as much carbon dioxide as it does today, there were trees growing near the South Pole. That fact was sourced from the Sierra Club's Sierra Magazine in the July-August 2019 issue. Greener Thoughts wants to hear your story. You can choose to self-nominate or nominate an individual who exhibits environmental stewardship and supports the environment. Do you work hard in the environmental field in either an organization or company? Either way, let Greener Thoughts know. If you want to tell your story and be in for a unique surprise, please send your 200-word essay to the email address greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. company spotlight is where of course I would love to review your environmentally related product or service and for you to get your ideas out there about what you have going on so I would love to aid you and help you in doing that and so Greener Thoughts would just love to 
you know know your ideas and what you have so I can review it and you can do so by contacting me uh, via voice message or by emailing greener thoughts uh, for now I've been introducing uh, tons of companies since February of this year and been doing a great job because I love talking about different companies that I've experienced bought from invested in shared just supported in a ton of ways and one of my latest uh, companies I want to tell you about is called uh, Yelly Food. So if you've heard of Yelly, be sure to let me know. Uh, Yelly Food loves creating differently delicious soups uh, that, you know, have your health in mind and take your taste buds to new lands. Uh, with soups inspired from different countries like Italy, India, and Peru, and more, you will get a taste of something new and fun. So, you know, have a taste and get inspired to try something new. Yelly Food Soup products are 100% natural and healthy. They are a great home cooking uh, product for you to have just at home. They're also non-GMO and they're also vegan. Yelly Food has products like um, their, their five soups, so they have five of them. And I've tried like two of their um, two out of five of their soups. So they have their red uh, lentil soup mix from East India Masoor Dal. They have their wild porcini and whole grain soup mix uh, from uh, Siberia, and it's Siberian. They have their quinoa and vegetable soup mix. And it is uh, Peruvian Inca. They also have their orza uh, pasta and lentil soup mix. It's uh, uh, Italian tomato. And they also have their jasmine rice soup mix. And uh, it's uh, spicy um, Thai kanji with ginger inspired. Um, my experience of yelly foods, um, like I said, I've eaten two out of five of their total soups. I want to get more of them, but I don't always catch them um, at Giant, which is where I sometimes shop for different foods that I may not get, like at Aldi's or um, someplace like that. So you can tell I shop around for certain foods. And I love the way Yelly makes me feel because it is really health healthy. It's, you know, easy to prepare within 25 minutes or so. Um, really healthy. You can tell that you're getting those nutrients. You're engaging and fulfilling your body in a way that's different because it happens to be a sort of global food. This is a food that you will not get in your backyard. This is a food that will take you, like I said, to new lands and you will experience, you know, different flavors. Ooh, I really love that zesty tomato. I love lentils. And these happen to be red lentils. Yes, lentils become, come in, you know, different colors. Lentils are really nice to eat, um, really healthy. They clean you out for sure. And so I had a great experience with uh, Yelly Foods and I would urge, you know, anyone else who loves soups, who loves wholesome hearty meals to eat some yelly food uh, in their soups that they have. So uh, where you can find yelly food? You can find them online at yelly food that's y-e-l-l-i food.com forward slash usa forward slash where dash buy forward slash to search for their soups 
uh, sold by retailers and you know stores that may be in your state. You can also write them at um, Yelly Food LLC. 6-05 Saddle River Road um, number 109 and they're in uh, Fairlawn, New Jersey. Their zip code is 07410. You can also call them and give them a call at 201-256-3419. You can email them at info at yellysoups.com or Email Jacob, J-A-C-O-B, uh, at yellysoups.com. So Jacob, traditional spelling, yellysoups.com. Yelly Food can be found online at uh, yellyfood.com forward slash USA forward slash index dot or, or period PHP. Yelly Food is also available at amazon.com ebay.com and extremely limited quantities though it's also available at giant shoprite and in stores across the country where available yelly food is on the following social media platforms of facebook at yelly food and instagram at yelly food Uh, one word all lowercase there and lastly to contact them also you can go to the website i mentioned yellyfood.com forward slash usa forward slash index dot php and then visit the uh or view the top or bottom of the web page and then click on the where to buy tab to go to their contact page and fill out their message form So thank you all for listening and taking the time to, you know, be aware of what's going on in the world and looking into what are some of the basics and things you should know about Ebola so that you are prepared. Um, So you never know. Um, I urge you to participate in my giveaway, which ends in a few hours. Um, And it started, of course, the first of this month and it ends today, the 28th. And it ends um, at 11.59 Eastern Standard Time. Be sure to share this episode um, of Greener Thoughts. If you know someone who may have been um, affected by Ebola and maybe you were thinking about them, even though they probably know a little bit more about Ebola, but you just want to, you know, be sure. Or you can share this episode if you just want to share information about Ebola with someone who may not know too much about it. So I look forward to speaking with you all soon in the next podcast episode. But until then, thank you and you all take care. Bye.